Hello gamers! Welcome to episode 28 of Gamers Galaxy. I am your host, WT, and today we have a plethora of news, information, and analysis regarding the immutable ecosystem. And we're going to break that all down for you in just a little bit. But before we do that, I want to talk to my favorite co-host, the one, the only, Rubik. How you doing, my friend? I'm going, doing great, mate. Yeah, it's a... Uh... I'm pumped for this episode. It's uh, we've just been uh, collating all the information, get, you know, getting it all together so that the audience doesn't have to worry about all that. They can just come here and get all the all the important stuff broken down to a shortest period of time as we can. And and uh, this one again is a huge, huge piece of uh, chunk of information in just less than two weeks of of gathering it all. So I'm excited to get into this one and share all the updates about Immutable Ecosystem like you are. Yeah. Good to be with you as well, mate. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um yeah, you're not you're not lying. Uh people can't see it, but I probably got like 60 tabs up right now of things. But before we jump into what we're going to talk about this week, um you threw out just last night this top 100 immutable games uh this roster. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, I went through it. Mm. I did one myself. You did one. I'm actually looking at it right now. For those on the podcast, you can't see it. You'll have to go and check the video when we pump it out. But this was rather impressive, and I, I had to give you a salute on putting this together. I think it was a great idea. Uh, the, ga- the Gamers Galaxy team is doing it, and we'll see if uh, more people in, in the Discord chip in what they think. It would be interesting to see. Yeah, actually, that's a good idea. We should probably post it, shouldn't we, and get them to do it and post it into the into a chat somewhere, into a forum, uh, into a thread, and see if we can get 20 or 30 people doing it. Um, it was fun. Uh, it was, took a lot of time, and also, like, like, I got banned from Twitter because I, I tagged too many people, and they said, you've tagged too many people, so I, I tricked them and did all these little tricks to get, get them all in there, and all of a sudden, my Twitter just went, eh, you're a bot. <laughs> it's <just> like, let's do it jump through all these hoops to get my account back but uh it was worth it there's a lot there's a lot of people uh watched it and commented and a lot of the games uh, founders and games themselves retweeted and liked it and we're happy just to make the list even though some of them are in below 100 um but yeah the the, the amazing thing is there's over 100 games on immutable and of that 100 like there's, there's it was so hard to choose a top 50 like oh yeah there's, you know, there's games in 80 and 90 that i'll play you know what i mean like and 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 like I'll play Last Resort. It's in 80, what, 76 or 74. Cool Cats, you know, I'm not a massive Match 3 fan. I'll, it's down at 95, the most interesting game for me, but I'm going to I'm gonna play it, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a, what, I thought it was a really cool way to do it, is that what, what you're pumped about, not what you rate the game, because the games aren't out yet, half of them, some of them don't even have gameplay, so, you know, it's more about what they're saying they're going to build and what you know about it and how pumped you are for it. So it's more of a, a very, and I wrote a um, 10 or 11 point uh, bias that biases that I have to what we've made my decisions. Some people comment on that as well. But yeah, yeah. Um, a bit more co- coming on that soon as well. We'll do a bit of content piece on it where I've got this idea where we can put it together, chunk, churn some data out and just talk about it as a, as a group of four but people that are in the, in the, in the team. Yeah. Yeah. So we we were looking over all those games and rating them and uh i don't think these ones are on there yet 
that I'm aware of. It's uh, some, some projects that are building an immutable uh, cryptomon. It's uh, a BNB migration to the Polygon network. Is is that correct? Yeah, it's, um, I found it listed on the, um, the immutable play page. And they're actually migrating to right now to Polygon Proof of Stake. So interesting that they're going to do that then to migrate to, Poly to Mutable later on. But um, yeah, I guess if it's months away from being open to everyone, then they would need to get it on to a better chain. And BNB's old chain is absolute junk, mate. It's causing, with, with the amount of games they've got on it, they have a lot of issues with with it stabilizing and, mm -hmm. and, um, in, and the blocks re having to redo again. So lots of errors. So you, you're going to see a lot of BNB games that aren't going to go to the OP BNB stack and just go to somewhere else that's got a better bit of technology. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, the main page here. It's very clean. Uh, they've got all the elements. I, I was looking through it and I was like, oh, it's a trading card game. But then I started looking at it a little bit more and I was like, man, this is this is kind of like Alluvium, maybe a little bit. Or, or am I wrong on that? Yeah, that, so it's a monster collector, crypto mon. So mon being Pokemon, you know. So um, to you know, collect a game, battle battle monsters. It's um, you know, a bit pixelated. You know, Kagi, our mate, we'll talk about it a bit later. Love loves loves this game and claimed that it's better than uh, Alluvium. So you know, it must be good. <laughs> it's going to be a great surprise if he finds out it's on on on, the, on uh, Immutable because you know how much he loves Immutable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty crazy. Um, there's another one. Looks like it's uh, coming uh, from BNB. Also, this one I was a little confused at Battle Fort Knox. Um, I I don't know why, but they only have four followers, which just blew me away. But they have a mobile game that's on the Apple Store, I believe Android as well. Uh, it looks decent. I'm not going to say it's like the best game ever, but it looks decent. Uh, the four followers threw me off. I was like, how is that even possible? You must be on the wrong account, mate. It's a BFK Warzone. It has 4,833 followers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm on the you wrong mean, one. Yeah, what you click on that link, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, this doesn't even make sense. You know, I'm looking yeah. at it. I'm looking at the website. The website looks clean. Uh, they got a, a team on there, and uh, I was checking out their their YouTube page, and uh, yeah, I mean, I actually downloaded the game real quick and checked it out. It's a 2D, 2D, uh, oh, what the heck they call it, uh, 2D so, something, 2D, battle, battle action-based, play-to-earn yeah. 2D shooter with an NFT marketplace, so yeah, it looked pretty oh, interesting. Really? side scroller style game you know worms yeah they're, they're a strain team um they're you know it's like they've got all the ideas for kitting out your heroes and guns and stuff so heaps of use for nfts and they've got like four sets already um so it'll be interesting to see when they come over um to a middle um and if they go multi-chain or stay on just a middle when they do i'm not certain about what what's going to happen there yet with that sort of thing but yeah, very, it looked like very degeny guys, uh, old school developers and um, people who've been around for a while building games and saw you know, the typical story of seeing an opportunity with a new technology to do something different. And it's simple, but it's it, ma it makes sense because, you know, you're building up, getting stronger, you know, to get further in the game and you own that, that progress, which is, I think, is a really good use case for, 
Web3 um, NFTs. Yeah, very cool, very cool. And uh, this next one that we're going to talk about, Ender's Gate. Uh, I don't know much about this one. It looks like a trading card game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm, 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 yeah, trading. There's a lot of trading card games. I'm, I'm getting a little concerned about the amount of trading card games out there uh, for, for this space. To, to, personally, I honestly think trading card games are the most, like, it's not the most fun game, but it's the most, like, sense. It makes the most sense for Web3. You collect cards and you use a currency to craft and you verse one versus one in a PvP. Like, there's it's very simple. It's all, it, it's, you own your cards, you spend the coin to upgrade the cards, and you earn the coins by winning. It's like a simple trifecta. It's every single card game has the same model. There's no reason not to own it. Like, you know, like if you can say, if you, there's arguments for everything, like MMOs, it's too difficult to manage it. And, it, and like, you know, right now it's World of Warcraft's uh, economy is broken, you know, if, and that not because of gold farmers and stuff. That, well, that it used to be anyway, when I used to play it. Mm -hmm. um, but this is very, it, there's, like, there's no way to break the economy. You know, as long as the game pays, say, consistent and doesn't drop off too fast, you can keep the economy stable and the value of the token stable. And, you know, it makes sense to own the cards. If you're paying for them, you own them, you can sell them. You know, it just, it just makes a lot of sense. So, I, I And it's also much easier to make. They're two years to maximum to build or for, a, for or sorry, minimum to build or, you know, to get the MVP out, three years to be fully complete. And so in a game in, with a team of 10, so it makes sense. That's why it's happening. A lot of people are going, you know, let's t let's try Web3 out with this card game first and see how the response is. You know, people are feeling it, getting experience. You know, look across the ages. They're building an MMO off the base of the success of their card game. You know, that's, that's the right way to do it, Mike. The card graph is uh, sick. I'm looking through it as you're talking here. Um, yeah. Very clean, very polished. Uh, love the graphics on it. Yeah, um, they look like they're multi-chain, the scale, um, yeah. consensus, and polygon immutable. So, um, you know, are they out already? I'm not sure what, why, why do games go multi-chain? I still to this day don't understand. Like, I guess maybe if they're out already and they're not succeeding, maybe, I don't know. Uh, but they have got Powered by Polygon on their um, home on their Twitter backup page, uh, like their banner ad. So maybe it's going to be probably going to be a it's on the other ones now probably should have done a bit more research um but yeah we'll see what happens there it looks yep. good yeah yeah i like, I like the way it looks game. like the way it looks i just noticed that there's so many tcgs out there right now that we've actually been talking to some of them lately and it'd be interesting to see how that all plays out but uh next up we've got uh meta clash uh digital avatars of destruction this one's got you know 20k followers not too bad um looks like oh man this really reminded me of there's this game or not game it's a running app called dust and i could have sworn a lot of the graphics from that were in this and obviously it's not the same thing because it is a like a tank style moba a 3d 3d tank yeah. moba something like that uh little bit different than i'm used to seeing and uh, i actually found some game footage i got that up right now and it looks pretty crazy if if this is how it plays um the graphics look pretty good don't they yeah yeah it looks yeah, it's, uh, this one again again it's uh sakya uh, the chief 
executive, no, where is it? Chief Gaming Officer, Chief Operating Officer, Chief Visionary Officer, Chen Jian Hyong. Are you in control of the name of the game? Yes. <laughs> oh, I was going to bring that up too. I seen that and I thought yeah. of you right away. <laughs> I literally was talking to someone about it today, like in the mutable team, and I'm like, Meta, Meta, oh, I can't remember what it's called. I literally could not remember what the game was called. I literally just looked at it, and yeah. then three minutes later, I was talking to him about something um, because I want to confirm that it is building on a mutable because these ones haven't announced that we found them on the Play Store, on the Play app, um, and I was just getting confirmation that mm -hmm. they are building on a mutable. And, and they are. So I had to go back, look up the game, and go, oh, and, oh there it is. It's got this meta clash, you know, like, uh, <laughs> just give you an awesome game that you've designed, something unique and cool as a name. Like, don't make people not remember your game name because there's so many metas. It's, I can't believe people are still doing it or yeah. haven't pivoted away from it yet. Like, you know, if you just go, oh, you know what? It's a great name when we first announced it three years ago, but we didn't realize 500 people are going to name the game meta or something. So we will change our game name. Other than that, I'm looking forward to playing this one. It's a MOBA. It's a shooter MOBA, five versus five. Um, and it's, you know, collect collect all the things and you own them. Um, you know, it's like my dream of a, of a MOBA that you own the, the things you do and earn in the game and, or buy. Yep, very cool. Uh, definitely want to check this one out too. I, I like the what I'm looking at it so far, and hopefully it, it plays as good as it looks. So, uh, coming up next, we've got this one really caught my eye. I I absolutely loved uh, Red Dead. Was it Red Dead Redemption? It was called. Did I got that right. Was it Red Dead uh, Redemption, the old game? I think Red, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I played the first one, not the second. Uh, absolutely loved that one, the the, the Western theme. And uh, Coin Bureau's got an article up about uh, Ven uh, Web 3's wild themed Vendetta Games is the latest game coming on Immutable ZK EVM. It's called, the game's called Chalk River. And the Vendetta Games is the game developer building it. And oh. Yeah. Um, but they are branded as Vendetta Games everywhere, and, it, and you have to go into their web. Have you been, did you go into their website? Uh, briefly, briefly. Mate, bring that up if you can. I think it's linked on if you click on their home page. I thought I apologize, I thought it was Vendetta Games, so that's what I brought up. I have the website up, and it goes into it, looks like it's going um, into the game. There, yeah, okay, it pops that, up Chalk River. That's kind of misleading. Yeah. They should have that up like at the top yeah. you know but how good does that like that the scenery look like it's the, the movement and the player kind of move, movement and, and the and the poly count on the player doesn't look so great but the actual scenery of the background is amazing um like, I don't, i'm willing to write off even if they don't fix the poly count or the movement feel on the game mm -hmm. that graphics on the you know that's in-game graphics mate it's it looks like i'm in a western movie like it's you know it's just it's got a real cool art style to it i really love it and you know if they can just polish up that movement on the players yes um you know like and the kind of poly count bit higher poly count on the player movement and then players uh, what's i'm looking for model yeah mm -hmm. you know that that it could be a top you know it could make my top it wouldn't have made the top 10 of my list that we just did it would have made it would have made probably top 30 20 or 30. For me, I would have put a few of the ones. Man, it's getting hard to put make a top twenty, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. So, it is. So and I like, totally, I know? totally see what you're talking about. 
about the the animations feel a bit clunky that needs to be polished up and the graphics and like they have a scene in there where they're like they're playing cards like you're at a western playing you know some form of yeah. gambling like oh if they could have polished those cards up a little bit better too they look like almost like the old school solitary cards if you remember that how they used to be yeah. on like uh uh max or windows from you know the 90s uh yeah they could definitely use a little polish on the graphics but it does look pretty decent though like they, they got something it. here the they background i i see what you're saying about the background images really really cool yeah the way they've done the art on the background like when you're running through a town or the scenery of, of a you know of a landscape um it looks really amazing but it's just when you're up that that model up close is where they just need to polish and they will if they've got the capability to build the environment that good, they're going to, in that can be changed pretty easily. Like that's something you just update it, you know, like the background scenery is way more detailed and, you know, look at all the detail on the wood and that. It's just so good. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, mate. Um, so w would you say that this chalk river is pretty much confirmed for a mutable Rubik? Yeah. Um, they initially, they announced it themselves and, um, and the official account, and a few of the mutable employee sales guys responded saying they're excited about this one. So, yeah, it's official. I, I count that as official. The official account response. So, um, yeah, it's definitely coming to mutable. Fantastic. Uh, next up, we've got Heroes Chained. I when I read this, I was thinking, is this like an offshoot of Gods Unchained? But no, it's not. Uh, Heroes Chains is an immersive fantasy RPG adventure where you step into the role of a guildmaster assembling an array of heroes. They got really descriptive in their uh, in their in their profile, which I kind of I kind of like. I, it's better than not having anything. Um, this one, it, it's it reminded me of um, Wagme Wagme Games. Uh, what did you think? Yeah. Um. It kind of reminds me of what I would have liked Gog to be, when I see him. Uh, you know, with um, the medieval kind of theme, you know, or heroes, and you form a, a team, but it looks like it's more strategical than, mm -hmm. than an idol builder. So, yeah, um, we'll see. I haven't really done a lot of research on it, I'm going to be honest with you, but it's like a card game mixed with, it's kind of like Shardbound and Guild of Guardians combined. Um, so yeah, I think it was an uh, I think it was an Avax game. Yeah, it's still got the Avax symbol. This is the first game of a couple that have been poached from Avax. Oh, this came over from yeah. Avax. Yeah, oh. if you see, they got the they got the red triangle. Uh, yes. I didn't uh, notice that before. Yeah, um, there was another big one announced hmm. recently too. Do you um, but, think? Do you think that's part of the whole beam thing, or is it separate? I just think. It's you know like Avax had those subnets and they were super advanced, and you know they won a lot of games, but they're an isolated on their own chain. There's no interoperability between games. There's no ecosystem. You know like it's you build a subnet, you're on your own. You go build your own marketplace, build your, and everyone has to build their own tools. So this is that I believe Immutable's passport, all the tools we've talked about over the last six months in this pod. You know, and it coming together, and people just seeing, well, I can go and build quicker, faster, easier, cheaper on Immutable than, than AVAX. And AVAX is going to catch up. We, you know, we're supporters of AVAX on this channel, and we're, mm -hmm. uh, you know, consider, considering expanding to AVAX as well. Because, but it's, I think it's in the end, not many games are going back that way to AVAX at the moment. And that's 
that could change, but at the moment, it just seems to be a few wins for Immutable coming this way. I've noticed a handful of these games we've talked about, like as I'm looking through them, they all have the download on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Like It looks like a majority of these that we've been talking about are all mobile. Uh, I'm going to have to check these out and get them downloaded and just play with them and see how they how they play test for me, if I'm able to. Yeah, yeah and that's another thing. Immutable's expertise for mobile as well. Uh, you know, like it's passport for simple sign-on, um, you know, in the knowledge of what works with the app stores, you know, legally and all that kind of stuff as well. It's, they've been there, done it with GOG. They're doing it with the Guild, uh, Gods Unchained. They're about to launch their mobile now. So they've done it in two games, their own games that they build, not publish. So, you know, you can see that that knowledge is, you know, AVAX does not have that experience in their team. Yeah, you know, that, you're talking about that and my wheels are turning here. I wonder if they have a much better relationship with these app stores than some of the other chains or, you know, not that the other chains don't have any relationship, but I wonder if, you know, they've got the groundwork laid already. And that could be that could be a, a, a catalyst to launch Immutable Ahead, possibly, if that's the case. Well, if you go to you know, the head of development and, 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 and you know, someone that's never built a game on on a you know, like someone in AVAX is like legal that's never ever had to worry about a game being on mobile before, you know, and, and you know, because everyone's their own island building their own chain and their own game and they have to go into it themselves. Or they go to they go to Immutable and they go, Yeah, we've got a legal team that can tell you about that. Yeah, we've got a head of development that can tell you about how, how and we've got a head of tokenomics that can tell you how you can have your tokens, you know, integrate into the game. It's I think that's what's happening. We're speculating, but that's what I think is right. happening, you know, yeah. why Immutable's winning so many games pure speculation we don't know but yeah i'm just noticing the trend i'm like looking at these things like man these are all mobile so it's pretty cool but anyway it's moving pretty, on oh. whilst the speculation is pretty <coughs> excuse me uh whilst the speculation is pretty obvious to see that probably true as well right you know like it's on you know it's high it's educated guess you know what i mean like not just blindly shooting from the hip right this next yeah. one i don't know why but the logo just it's got like this green i don't know is that a hexagon it's got like this kind of funky twig like thing in the middle of it it's uh you you euphorica did they get twig out there yeah i think i think it's um a play on the word euphoria yeah but uh, yeah, yeah i'm looking at fifty-six thousand uh, followers not too bad and looks like an mmo metaverse uh i don't know what that means metaverse platform revolutionizing why what <laughs> if you go to the um there's a if you want to play the video where we talk about it it's on their um okay their link tree i believe it is and go on their link tree go to the website mm-hmm. is that right oh they got a huge um, link tree by the way huge link tree it's yeah. got all um, kinds of stuff to look through yeah if you go down to watch the preview on their website from that uh you know you can click on that you'll I watched that just before this, this uh, video and like I did a bit of research and there was sort of like they've announced Immutable and then since then on Twitter, we've always warned against this, they've then talked about their token non-stop for days on end. Mm-hmm. So I was worried that there's, you know, like that's a never, that's a red flag for me. You know, not, not a not a deal breaker, just a be careful it could mean a number of things like one scam there's a low chance of that Immutable is going to sign a company that's a scam, you know, but they could get through. But two, funding. Now, the, the game, looking at what they're building on that on that trailer, 
Mm-hmm. It's quite, it's quite um, ambitious. It's, it's huge. It looks exciting. It's a UGC metaverse landing on a planet and, you know, you're building up a city as part of an environment and then there's going to be invaders come and attack you as well as hoverboards and all these different kind of like things to do in the game. It's like a, a mix of a social metaverse in a game with all these different biomes of games, seven or eight different game versions. Mm-hmm. It's seven cities, you can see it there, so they're all going to have different main things to do in them. Um, and it's got like a, a, a like a Pokemon battle kind of theme game in, as, as the main game. It looks, if this game comes to fruition, man, and it comes to what they're advertising, uh, it, it could be a top 10 game, mate. It looks amazing. Uh, they've got 10 million pounds funding from the, from investors. Uh, maybe the token talk is to get a little bit more because this game probably costs more than 10 million to make, to be honest with you. And um, so, yeah, we'll see. Um, I am ve- definitely watching this one with, uh, it probably would be, my, I had it in, my, in the 60s. Um, probably in the 40s now for me after doing a little bit of extra research in my uh, my um, top 10. So top 100. I, I see. I, I was looking at it now. That's all the cinematics. That's not the actual gameplay. I don't think because I popped, no. I popped up the play. Actually, I have it up right now because I yeah. remember looking at this before. The play style is a little bit different. Like uh, that, the one you're talking about with the hoverboards and everything, I've seen that. But there's another video that if you look through, it, it don't have that same quality as that other one. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, because I, I got it playing right now. Well, I, it don't look bad. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't look bad. But like that cinema one, yeah, I was like, holy oh, smokes, can... look at this. And... The arena? Is the arena cinematic only? It's not actually what it looks like in the game? No, well, I, I don't want to say that for sure. I'm going I'm not gonna play this whole video because of time. It's clear but... that yeah, that's true, mate. So, well, maybe, maybe I'm being, you know, amazing cinematic. Get now, people pumped. Scroll through Talk that about... video too. They have a comic section. That comic looks pretty sick, though. I like that. That looks cool. Mm. It's towards the end of it if you get to that video, but uh, yeah, I was a little, I was a little concerned because uh, you know you know how these games they put out cinematics and everybody's like, oh, cool, and it's not quite the play style <laughs> so yeah but yeah i can hear that in the background is that me or you that's you uh, i don't hear anything yeah, sorry about that um yeah well if the graphics i don't know what graphics you're seeing um i, I couldn't find it but like so yeah it's cool some of that cinematics but it looks like there's some gameplay as well so if, if that's all cinematic that's disappointing <laughs> let's get watching i'm not buying any tokens until i see an actual gameplay so mm-hmm. not gonna suck me in if they are but let's uh, let's hope that it uh you know the couple of couple of the boys again uh the team said they're really excited for this game you know like uh some of the the the, the immutable staff that was responded because this was another self-announced game and um and uh, you know sorrow so this is one is really looking forward to so um you know they guys they know what's going on before you know before saying stuff like that so Yep, it's definitely one to keep our eyes on for sure, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how they transition all that. But um, next one we got up is Paradise Tycoon, and I want to say this one I was not too. I mean, it, it's it's very cartoony. Um, what was there was something about this one that 
caught my attention. So you have fun with your friends and compete to become ultimate tycoon in a immersive multiplayer. This one seems like a social game. What do you think? Survival again. Um, um, you know, like a Clash of Clans style game, like Marvel Heroes of Marvel game. So uh, with heaps of different little things to do, I believe. Um, but it's, I like the art style. It's cute. It's not, you know, it's like it's meant. It's aimed. It's deliberately built that way. Um, you know, there's and it's a X A bucks game as well. <laughs> so oh, okay. Yeah, this is another one of the uh, and it was like uh, one of the um, influencers with that are, <laughs> are named after a uh, cat. Yeah, you know, like a black kind of like a big cat. Um, said, you know, made a tweet recently saying, "Oh, this is just such exciting game," and it's building on AVAX. And it was like an hour, okay. uh, three, four, three, four hours after they announced that they're moving to Immutable to, to release in Immutable in July, and, and gave like this big glowing reasons why they've decided to change. So I pointed it out to them, but they didn't respond. You know, they'd rather stay in denial. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, that I, you know, here's what the thing was that was bugging me. Like, so I'm watching through, I'm on their Twitch page. I got to get this to where you can see what I'm looking at to make this easier for you. So I'm looking at their Twitch page and I'm like, this looks like the sandbox. And so they're integrated. They have a, they have a land plot and they've integrated some side game about their game in the sandbox. So that's what that, that's what was bugging me. I was like, this feels like a ripoff of Sandbox. It's it's not. They're just incorporating uh, the Sandbox to, you know, promote their game pretty much. So that's what that that's was. That's not the whole part. Yeah. No, look, <laughs> this could be one with the clan and that. So we might get, um, you know, get it going once it's once it's on Immutable. We might uh, get a Gamers Galaxy team to go with it. There seem to be guys that know what they're doing. They've got the right, like putting their ducks in a row and making good decisions and then how to build games. And so it's another really high profile team uh, building. Is the game going to be our style? And it, like, to be honest, I didn't really look into it because it's not out yet um, on Immutable. So I haven't put a lot of, I just haven't got enough to look into every single game, you know, like play every single game, every single time. So right. Immutable and 10 games every time we do one of these things, how can we spend 10, you know, the, the right amount of time to, to so it's probably our job to do it, but there's so many games being released. Oh, it's announced. insane. It's insane. But I no. tell you what, I am doing better than last year. Last year, I wasn't really playing the games. I was just talking about them. I have been actually playing the games this year. I've been really forcing myself to play them just to get a feel if, I, if I'm able to. And uh, this one this one was just announced uh, yesterday. Boomland? Was, was it yesterday or the day mm. before? I think it yeah, was. I think it was yesterday, yeah. Almost 80,000 uh, followers on X. Um, this one looks pretty interesting. Uh, I think Robbie was very, very excited about this one. Um, I don't see the yeah. genre of this. I'm looking for it right now. Boomland is the developer, and Hunters on Chain is the game. Oh, my gosh. One of your, <laughs> one of your guys has got one, doesn't they? What's that? One of one of your community members in your other community mem in communities got got the playing this game. Oh um, really? Okay. Was it Solomon Swear is it playing this game? I think Might he was be. just talking about talking about it recently and making he's made his money back and more, so it's doing okay. Um, you know, these guys Robbie mentioned that they've have got one point five billion downloads on two hundred games that they've built. 
casual casual mobile game builders, and this is their first pit um, on chain game. So, is this mobile 2D so, though? Yeah, it's mobile. This is like, uh, boy, this is awfully like the original uh, Kill the Guardians, just very pixelated. <laughs> I'm oh. looking at it right and, and now. Maybe, and maybe fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there, there could be a lot more to it, but, you know, you got a guy running around, and he's throwing spiders at these monsters right now, and everybody's got health bars, and there's buildings, and... Uh, He's by himself, though. It's not like a team. Or no, does he? No, he's by himself. Okay. Oh, it looks like there's other players involved. Okay, so it's like a, a multi, uh, multiplayer. That's cool. Cool. Very cool. Might have to look into it. I, think, I believe it's mobile. I might be wrong. I'm pretty certain it's mobile. Yeah, exciting. That they're, I, I, this is one that I followed and actually have was in the Discord already and... Um, just kept it there, like kept the, on, you know, like, muted it so I didn't have to get the notifications. But now that I'm muted, and uh, I'll follow it for the news cycles and might even play it. Uh, it looks all right. Man, they're really throwing me off today with uh, the 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 studios that are producing it, and not the game. It's I'm, I'm I've been caught twice today. <laughs> been caught twice today. To be fair, Boomland sounds like a game. <laughs> it did. I man, they had me. They had me for sure. Um, I think. You stumbled a bit with Vendetta Games because that's like a Vendetta Games. That doesn't sound like a game. Man, that when you like go a, to their website, yeah. Vendetta, it's giant Vendetta. It doesn't say the other Every, one. And, and, and then like 30 seconds later, then it pops up Chalk River. I'm like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> mm. So yeah. uh, this next announcement, um, I didn't realize how big this was at first. I seen it. And I was like, oh, cool. And then when I, I dug a little bit more into it, um, this, this Superverse tying in with the mutable and i believe uh uh bean is it or yeah yeah uh, lots and lots of uh just the superverse they got two hundred forty thousand followers but the the big carrot with this obviously this is just for marketing and gaining attention to the project of immutable and this collaboration is the oh where's he at uh Elio Trades, uh, mm. he's the co-founder and contributor to it. He's got 720,000 followers. So you got almost a million followers between these two different accounts uh, that are promoting this in the immutable merit circle being ecosystem. Um, it's just, it's more eyes on this ecosystem. And, and then on top of it, the, I, I don't know everything they do, I'm trying to get back to him, but the Superverse, I'm assuming it's almost like a, almost like a guild of Web3 crypto enthusiasts that all kind of go to where they go to, almost like what the Ronin cult does, maybe. Or, do you know Do you know anything about this at all with Superverse? Yeah, it's just a little surface research just then, um, and... It looks like they're building an Omni layer or a layer zero, um, where like kind of like a portal coin kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that would tell me that they're building the layer that the good games will kind of like a, a launcher, like, kind of like you know what, like GameStop Player, yeah, and an ecosystem for reach, and they're building blo- a blockchain as well that. Is powered by a super their token and 
it integrates other chains into theirs and it will automatically swap so you just you the game only uses super but if you're playing on an immutable game it will it will swap you know it'll do the transactions and automatically swap into the tokens it needs to mm-hmm. to do is it so it'll do the transaction on their chain and then it, that chain will automatically go to the to the other chains and do the swap so just so the gamers can have one one like a steam for all games that are good you know so their goal is to build a steam i believe right which and is I, I it, assume... you know the, yeah the, it's... sounds like it's competing with them but, but it's not. I, I was gonna say that like like you're i'm listening to you and i knew they had a token i didn't know how they were deploying it or using it in their ecosystem but as you were saying that, I was like, man, this sounds a lot like what Beam and Merit Circle did when they joined up with Immutable. And, you know, they're. Yep. It, it seems like, I don't want to, I'm just speculating here. It seems like a lot of I big players, a lot of big players in this space, they're looking at the tools and the networking that Immutable provides. And they're like, why fight it? Let's, let's join together and, uh, uh, another another huge partnership. I mean, a million eyeballs on this. A million eyeballs. So I, I yeah, it's funny that that guy Elio has he he has a podcast and uh, Robbie was on it a couple of weeks ago, about a month ago, two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he got a heap of views. But think about it, he's got double the amount of followers than Immutable does, an individual does. It's kind mm-hmm. of crazy. But now I might be wrong about what I was saying and how it's going to work. But if it, if it is. My concern is, what happens if Super becomes this like all-encompassing platform? Is the go-to place, and then games go, well, we don't need to build on Immutable now. We can just build on Super directly. You yeah. know, like is there is there some kind of, like obviously Robbie's got the foresight to see that potential happening, so he's looked at it, what this overall thing is, the future risks before deciding to join. So maybe their promise is, is to never build their own chain that does direct games and competes with them and that they only will do you know um individual games from each, from other chains as a third party and that way the games can't choose that to build on super you know what i mean they have to go to a partner but well also, I, also the tools that are middle builds you know like that's a, they're a long way behind that i'd say yeah yeah i'm i'm hoping the uh the former fallout of the the GameStop issue with some hard lessons that maybe uh, Immutable going forward will protect themselves better. Um, mm. So yeah, yeah. I, I thought I thought the same thing that you mentioned. I'm glad you brought that up. So yeah, that's that's uh, Superverse and uh, Elio Trades uh, joining up with Immutable and working with I. Uh, I said I mean working with Beam and Merit Circle. Mm. And uh, yeah, yeah, very, very cool stuff. Um, next up, uh, you, you, you called this out a while ago, and uh, Ravi posted on uh, the fourth of February. Good, good morning, GM. Plus, happy Mon Day. And you had uh, posted something about this a while ago. Do you want to explain that? Yeah. Well, Ravi's got excited about um something mon day and then the founder of pixelmon quote tweeted him mm-hmm. happy mon day next mon mission coming soon so and then loopify responded to him saying mon day and so it sounds like 
what I found out about was there was a leaked document that I saw, um, and it was a, about the announcement of ZKVM and what games are coming to it and that kind of stuff. And Pixelmon was on it, and I just I sent a, I sent a response to an idol saying, "Mate, that's um, is that that's not been announced yet? Is that supposed to be announced?" And then never responded. <laughs> never got a comment from anyone anywhere and that document was instantly updated it was an online document and that, that Pixelmon wasn't there so i was a bit cheeky and wrote a tweet in august you know 2023 the 23 um saying we think that Pixelmon might be building on zkvm what do you think how how, how close to you without saying we knew it or thought it so uh, it's alpha but it's like, right. it's not really you know, like Alpha comes from somewhere all the time. That's where it came from. So it was a good, very good educated guess that they're in the running for it, for that to be actually put onto a list of games that are building. So, but it took them six months to come out and say that it is. Well, they still haven't said it is. And they also won Revamon and they also won Cryptomon, according to the page we just spoke about earlier. Mm-hmm. So it could have been that it was those two mons. But then again, it could be because that guy responded, you know, the founder of Crypto. Uh, P- uh, Pixelmon, which is the biggest monster, you know, like with that the Kevin guy, you know, you know Kevin, <laughs> the the wonky eyes that was the me. Yes, you know, so, yes, <laughs> yeah. And they've turned it around, and it's the biggest turnaround story in crypto, pretty much. They were so fighted to death, and now they're like the number one Pokemon copycat I remember game. That. that was crazy. You know? That was crazy. Between them and Luvium, they're, they're competing for the, the mind share of those creature collectors in all of Web three. Right. So. What they haven't you... announced it yet. It's not done, but it looks pretty good for a, a win. I'm looking at it right now, and you've got your tweet. It says, "Is it Happy Crypto Monday?" And above your tweet, so I, I'm assuming he posted this first. So he made the post, and then he made Robbie made a post after that with an upside down smiley face. You think there's what any cryptic meaning no. to that? No idea what that means. Does that mean he's up down? Uh, is it giddy giddy with happiness i don't know he might be happy to have won that i one. was just wondering well, if if there was something like you were supposed to flip upside down i'm, I'm probably overthinking it here i have no idea man i'm not <laughs> what, what, monster catches are just literally down the like below even shooters for me i just i just don't know why I just, i've never ever got into collecting monsters that's why i've not been so excited about alluvium they're not in my top 10 exciting games but you know the overworld excites me mm-hmm. it looks so good but the you know the, maybe i'll get into it i didn't buy power world even though i went out and bought jedi survivor today you know and it's more expensive 50 percent off in australia jedi survivor is more expensive than um you know power world and that's all the rage at the moment so you, that kind of shows you what, you know how much I, I personally have in these monster collectors but you know i'm excited about pixelmon because it, we've seen the graphics it looks awesome it'd be yeah. interesting if we oh were. yeah yeah. Be interesting if Mutable wins it. But there was one other piece of evidence that I've found and decided that that's evidence anyway. Um, there's an announcement as well where Robbie, uh, from some page, it wasn't either, Rob, Robbie didn't post it and never did that founder, but someone posted it somewhere and it's um, Pixelmon's just done a strategic round and so they're about to announce an investment. Um, mm. And one of the investors is Robbie. And he's the only blockchain infrastructure investor of the list of the picture of 10 people and where they're from. So the 10 major investors are crypto people, 
but only one of them was a blockchain leader or, or involved in a specific game blockchain where like there was, there was things like, you know, like a DeFi platform and things like that, like not actual a blockchain where Pixelmon could build. So it looks like they might have won the game and, and invested in them as well. And that makes that makes sense uh, why. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure Robbie's not going to go invest. And, and also, there's a, we'll get to it in, in a bit later on about, he said in an interview as well, um, something that may mean Pixelmon as well, but we'll talk about that later. Awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, there, there's uh, just uh, a plethora of information there. That's what the, the word I used to start off the show because I was looking at this, and it's like, yeah, this is a plethora. This is a plethora. So uh, we're, we're, we're going into uh, this segment we've been doing for a couple weeks, and I actually kind of enjoy this segment. Do uh, uh, you want me to start off this week, or do you want to start off? How do you want to do this? What was that? Okay. You can get it. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna start off this week. Usually start. I'm gonna start this week. So it's uh, what what pisses us off this week, and it's a reoccurring segment here on Gamers Galaxy. And um, for me this week, left turn, red arrows, no turn on right signs, Gary Gensler and Elizabeth Warren. You see, um, I've been driving in a car, automobile, whatever uh, you want to call it. I don't know what they call it in Australia. But I've been driving one for pretty much 31 years now. I have better than 20-20 vision. I get yearly checked, and I'm going on 47 here, and I have immaculate vision. And as far as I know, I can judge reasonably space, uh, spacing, time, and distance. Uh, I haven't been in an accident in 26 years. But for some reason, where I live, I don't know how it is in the rest of the world, uh, you can have a complete visible path of what's coming and they will have a left red arrow that you're not supposed to turn on and or a no turn on red sign turning right. And I'm not going to say that I, I break the law, but maybe I do sometimes because I have a competent brain and they got these ridiculous laws on these things where you clearly should be able to handle that. And if you can't, you shouldn't be driving. And it really pisses me off. And you know what else pisses me off, Rubik? What? Gary Gensler and Elizabeth Warren. Because they do <laughs> something similar. Just like these ridiculous red arrows, uh, red left arrows and right no turn on, uh, no turn right signs. These two bozos are keeping a third to a half of Americans trapped and wasting their time. Just like these signs and these red lights that are unnecessary at times. They're keeping it. They're 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 wasting our time with all these roadblocks that keep us out of products that could enhance our lives. And so, for me this week, left turn red arrows, left turn red arrows, right turn signs. Gary Gensler and Elizabeth Warren are really pissing me off. <laughs> Did I do anything specific this week, or just just a culmination of everything? Uh, no, nah, you can go for whatever you want, man. No, I mean, did did Gary Gensler and Elizabeth Warren? Oh, was the common was it the culmination of everything? That oh, they're always doing something every week. Something every week, it's just throw the back. It's been going on since you know the end of 2020. <laughs> yeah, so okay. it's just sure. uh, just gets it gets old. Well, it gets old, and I have I've never gone off on them, so I figure I go off on them today. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> What's what's p pissing me off this week is the cycle of 
of Web3 games like monetization at the moment and how destructive it is for the industry. Um, it's just a, it's a Ponzi and people are getting burnt and it goes like Web3 game gets announced. Web3 promises and, uh, you know, teases an NFT drop, you know, like a, a, a mint that will get you an airdrop um, and other utilities. And then they collect a whitelist, you know, make it FOMO and make, you know, like, so you've got all this information. It's always the same This in this order. There's no gameplay out yet. You can't even, you don't even have a clue what the game will look like. But, you know, the there's a cinematic and there's, um, you know, a promise of a roadmap. And then, you know, they make you beg to get onto the whitelist, either to get a free mint or to, um, you know, get a, you know, get on the pavement. It doesn't make a difference. If they do that right, they can do either. Um, and then the price inevitably pumps after the sale and lots of flippers get in and flip and flip onto all the FOMO faller inners. And then, you know, time goes by and less comments happen about what's going to happen. Less, no video comes out for the game for six months and the price, all of a sudden, these things go off a cliff when some fight hits, you know, and then those people left holding the bag get disgruntled and leave the industry and never come back. And I don't know, I have a few friends like that. Um, didn't happen with gaming, it happened with Dogecoin. Um, you know, and they just, just don't, and they don't want to hear nothing about crypto ever again, like they're done. And that's because of the, the, the of this process of how it's going. Like, that's not how Web3 gaming is supposed to happen. It's, you know, you're supposed to play a game, enjoy it, and then want to invest because you're enjoying the game. And that's, and that's how it's supposed to be monetized. And I can't tell people how to do it, but if it doesn't change, I fear that we may never hit mass adoption. That's it. That's me. Yeah, no, that's I, I totally understand what you're talking about. Yeah, that that takes me off too. Um, I think I think a lot of it has to do with the uh, a degenerate degenerate gambling. I, I'm gonna have to say kind of addiction with this space. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and that 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 fuels that because even when people lose a lot, they'll go back and do the same things again. And we're really seeing it lately with certain things, which I'm not going to go into, but yeah, I, I totally agree. And I, I get the anger. I get the anger. So yeah. Yeah. I think it was kind of therapeutic this week. I wasn't, I was, I was really angry last week. This week I was like, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a little angry, but like I was trying to have a little fun with it. I'm not as angry as last week. Last week I was not myself, but whatever it happens. <laughs> so uh yeah we're gonna go back to some immutable news here let me uh kick my screen back up and get over to that huge huge uh announcement that uh zk evm was finally here on the main net um it wasn't as oh wrong one it wasn't as uh a big of announcement because we were expecting some gains with it but still it is here finally and it's it's what we've been waiting for yeah, it's um, like it's a while ago now since since this was announced. It was pretty much straight after our uh, last pod, so it's nearly two weeks, or probably two weeks from when, from when the listeners are listening to this. But it's um, it still was big. It's another big, a pure announcement became <laughs> an actual reality. So yeah. and it dropped with another again as a more developer focused um, announcement. Even the trailer was a developer style trailer. You know, like, you know, build with us, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't gamers, come and play this. We've got the best tool for you to game on. It's 
it was again focused on developers um, very heavily. And you know, it's early access. There's only limited, I believe, eight eight products at the moment that are allowed to touch the mainnet. So, mm-hmm. um, eight games that is. So we should. And being told that there will be a game very soon launching. Um, so keep an eye out. Shardbound will probably have an announcement by the time you listen to this. So I was wondering, is that another playtest on the ZKVM maybe? Ooh, um, yeah, I've seen that. Or is it a, or is it a release? Um, well, I guess you you will know now. We're recording just before that's about to come out. So um, yeah, and it's exciting. But again. It was kind of like the uh, GDC announcement where everyone thought that something amazing was going to get announced and it, it was, it, it, you know, the Polygon's our partner. We're like, everyone's like, wow, well, who cares? Like, what, what <laughs> games are they? You know? like, but ultimately, it was one of the best things that could, they could have ever done. It's just, you're seeing it right now, what benefits had, you know, so right. this is another one of those. You, you know, you can see the game starting to sign up now so fast because they've got it out now and people can touch it. They can see that it's real and... You know, that, that helps when you're going into BD and you're saying, we've got the chain out now, you know, rather than it's coming out soon. Right, exactly. So we just see already that the 50 VC games in the last two months that they're signed, will, you know, that will, how many will be the next two months now that the chain's out? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, huge announcement. Uh, I'm glad it's here so that we can, you know, just know that it's here and the progress is being made and like you said when they did the polygon announcement we didn't see where exactly it was going and i think we're going to be kind of repeating that process of like okay it's here we don't have games but the deluge will open and we will probably be swarmed with a bunch of games eventually here and uh just like trying to cover all this stuff we'll have a bunch to play and trying to keep up with that it's going to be interesting for sure Mm -hmm. uh in addition to that the the immutable toolkit was kicked out that's all our uh, lovely SDKs, uh, the the withdrawals, the bridges, on ramps. Probably, I'm, I'm assuming checkout's going to be involved in this. Uh, what's your thoughts yeah, on this toolkit? The, the toolkit is the, another dev tool, but also we can use it. It is checkout. Um, so all those things that you can do, those four widgets that some of them have been disabled already. Uh, because someone found a major bug that oh. you could exploit. Was that Make you? a lot of money. No, it wasn't me. Oh, okay. uh, it's just, I, it's, I put them in touch with the team and then next thing, next minute, it's uh, uh, the swaps down, um, removed. Oh, so, um It's kind of just, just concerning, to be honest with you, that, you know, with GOG and their staking screw up, and they couldn't get the math right there. Oh, jeez. Now, and, and, and it's, a, it's a similar story, mate. Someone was swapping something for USDC and was getting more USDC than they're oh, supposed to. Oh, I could, don't want to hear they, that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> these things can happen, man. No, it's I know. Like, I know. You know, like, but it's, and it's, uh, you know. I get they it. They were probably testing in live and getting rushing it out the door. You know, it's probably, let's get it out. You know, what's worse it could happen. Uh, people could rip you off, and luckily they got someone that was very honest and went to them and told them straight away that it was uh, they could have exploited them for money. So yeah, um, yeah. Thank but you. high five to that guy, whoever you are, if you're hearing this. High five to you, and uh, yeah, let's hope they get their ducks in a row because I I do not want to go through anything ever again that's anywhere near mm. what the GOG staking program was like. <laughs> one last thing on the toolkit, so. 
those what they are are widgets which mean like any app at all can plug those into their website so you can you can just like cop you know copy and paste it kind of thing in so you can have that swap on your your personal website we can make a gamers galaxy site and make a swap on our website because it's using checkout it's dex which is a deck and immutables tooling to do it okay but it like they were doing it in gamers galaxy's website hmm. so that's what but you can also go into their toolkit and do it live directly on their on their toolkit as well but ultimately that's more again again more tools for devs yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's got the immutable passport on it, you know, MetaMask, and then on the top left, uh, you can check your balances, move coins, buy coins, and it, you know, it clearly says widget on it. And yeah, yeah, it's advancement. And boy, now, now I'm like, hopefully they didn't rush this out too fast. <laughs> so we'll, we will see, though. We will see. Uh, speaking of rushing out too fast, um, yeah, this game. Riftstorm. I think we're up at Riftstorm, aren't we? Yep, Riftstorm. Yeah. yeah, they rushed out and uh, were puffing their chests about going to Web3, and then they kind of, oh, no, we're not. Uh, run away, run away. And I'm very upset because I was so looking forward. I, I mean, I'm still looking forward to the game, but I was so looking forward to this being on Immutable, and uh, you were making a comment about how I put them in the 90s for my ranking, and I did that specifically because they are not willing to come out and say that they're a web three game i don't know if they ever will be i kind of hope so and that they're on immutable because if they were i would definitely have them in my top 10 you and i play this together it was a lot of fun for what it was and i see a lot of potential with this one yeah i'm hoping that this is not uh, the end for red three but like their website redesign has really removed their uh there's only one mention now of the whole website about crypto is it called decentralization somewhere i think it was on it um but yeah i'll play the game anyway even if it's web 2 i think i i don't know i mean like there's so many games like that um that i could play the web 3 now so maybe i'll just play cypher or something like that instead but um you know the let's let's just see if they're going to try look they know that people won't play the game if there's affiliation with web 3 so mm -hmm. maybe they're just going to they're just doing a completely web 2 version first and then the web 3 version will come after once the people are already sucked in which makes sense if i was going to create a game that that's that could be that was both i would make the web 2 version first yeah and then not even mention three and then as soon as they're sucked into the game and they like it you can release the web 3 and everyone leaves because all of a sudden there's another version of it that's web 3 and like then you're just an idiot yeah yeah I, but i just i don't get and unless they're just you know rookies and didn't understand but like when you show up to a web3 conference and are speaking there on on panels and you're putting out that vibe uh it's gonna get out real quick and the internet's forever you know so <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to hide that you were doing that so but who knows we'll see i hope they i hope i wish the game success i had a lot of fun who knows maybe we'll go play back and play it again uh, I had fun playing it with you that one day and recording it. And they even uh, contacted some beautiful people to ask us to stop saying that we're a Web3 game. It's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> funny. I've got some breaking news just in right now. Okay. Yeah. So uh, before we move into the Rubik's Show. Uh, let, yeah. let me make the noise. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Um, the founder of Meta, Flash, whatever the hell it is. What's it called? Meta something? Clash. 
the destruction thing. Yeah, the game we just talked about, and we we complained about the name. Yeah. That's just been announced. He responded to my top games. He said, "Oh, 53. Thanks for the mention." And I responded to him saying, "Take Meta out of the game's name, and you automatically go up 30 places." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did not just say that. Oh, I got to. I did say that. Oh no. Oh, back, mate. If you haven't put Meta in your game title, you're going to cop it from me every single time, guaranteed, bud. I'm trying to <laughs> find did, the post right now. I, I did do a... You go to my replies. Yeah, yeah, let me go to your replies. Oh, my goodness. That's um, crazy. But if you, I did do a little poke tongue out, so hopefully he sees it's a joke. Yeah, I, I would think so. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, but, no, um, he was excited. Oh, yeah, 53. He's got exclamation points after it, yeah. so... Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious, dude. I'm going to like it live as we're doing this. Very cool. Very cool. Well, you got me all excited. I thought like some big, uh, I mean, that's, that's funny. Yeah. I like it, but like, I was like, oh man, what are we going to get? <laughs> yeah, no. All right. So, uh, yeah, we're okay. going into, uh, this is, this is your time to shine. Uh, Rubik shorts. What's happening on immutable now? Why don't you, uh, fill us in? I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I've got information all over the place and it's, I've got a new system for, um, writing my newsletter um and it's not working as smoothly as it used to be mm -hmm. um because it, it, it means before i used to copy paste and i'll be done but now i have to do a little bit more than that so i don't do it and now i'm missing stuff and so there's a lot of information and i'm gonna have to work on this system to get better at it so i can snap out a few five six you know key points for the week but you know there's kydro is uh internal testing happening is happening now so that's the first time they've mentioned that the game's playable so, and then they're mentioning that a alpha test will come soon, which is my, in my top 10, Gydro, mm -hmm. mobile-based ARPG. Um, Battle Derby Season 2 is coming. Um, they're, they're open to collabs as well right now. For They're really ramping up their content creation stuff, and they're getting a lot of momentum. They've gone from 5,000 to 15,000 followers on the X in a couple of weeks. Um, big out of the blue, Moonstrike uh, game. They're the one that had that real realistic moon-based creating game with, you know, it looked like real, like, picture, you know, like a photographic kind of graphics. And they went to a real cartoony-style graphics um, and changed that, you know, to a real, like, Borderlands-style, to a degree, and changed to mobile. So from PC to realistic graphics to mobile and Borderlands-style graphics. So, you know, they're, huh. they're actually, you can, you can download and play the game now. Um, it's in beta or alpha. Beta, mobile beta version for Android only. Um, Xiverse, Xverse is got sign ups for Alpha now. I, don't, I think we've already said it, but do uh, sign up, guys. That game looks amazing. The the physics of it look amazing. It looks, it really looks like a top AAA tier game. Um, it's in my top twenty, um, and that's a shooter. I think it's the top shooter or the second top shooter that made it to mm -hmm. me. Uh, Metacore's been playable this week as well. So I think it's open to anyone now um, to play Metalcore. That's the short news for Immutable. Oh, man. I got to jump, and then I forgot about Metalcore going on. I wanted to play test that myself, so hopefully I get some time and I can do that for sure. Uh, Sphere, which is uh, the marketplace for Beam, they went live. Uh, where's it at? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like the Immutable ZKVM release. They went live and there's nothing on it with the game. Yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> we can't use it. No, oh, jeez. 
Oh, by the way, uh, just so you know, the uh, founder responded and said, we'll consider it. <laughs> so, <laughs> for the 30 places. <laughs> That'd be funny if we become known as the podcast that's trying to get everybody to change their names. <laughs> <laughs> if you are got meta or verse in it, we're coming after you. You're done. X verse, I don't know, man. I'm kind of like, I've given them a pass, haven't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, this next one, I didn't realize. Uh, I, I think you know a little bit more about this one than I did. Uh, Gauntlet, I, I guess they're a, a kind of a economy-based third-party support system. Uh, the, yeah. They're, they're, uh, do, what do you got? To, I've got a couple things that I found about them. What do you got so far? Well, they've been a partner of Mutual for ages. They're not new. Um, but why it's important now is they've come out you know, saying something recently. Um, and also that they're like, there's a big IMX next coming with the announcement. It's, I've just checked that website out just earlier today as well. It's the IMX community dash learn more, learn dash more website with that recircling more than 200 on the ecosystem and IMX is next state. Watch this space to see what's coming. These guys are the guys designing what's coming. So. Huh. They're ones they do. They do modeling. They do like they do full on forecasting and design systems for tokenomics and for utility and stuff like that. So, and they're also a little bit technical as well, I believe. So they you know work out what technical things people need to be able to do the things. So, what infrastructure is needed to be able to do the you know app do the outcomes they need. So maybe they build in the actual staking. Maybe they've built the staking platform. You know what? That would be great if they did. Yeah, jeez. Anyway, <laughs> anything, please. <laughs> uh, for, for a reason we've already mentioned today. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing I did notice about them, I, I didn't have time to deep dive them much, but um, they are backed by Coinbase and several others, but the Coinbase one, it kind of caught my attention. Uh, the, the Ferguson brothers at a young age were given uh, $6 million plus in funding to get Immutable off the ground. And, uh, you know, IMX got listed on Coinbase pretty quickly. I believe Gods and Chain is on there. Uh, there's some definitely some synergistic relationships going on between Immutable, Coinbase, and anybody affiliated with them. So if you're in the uh, Immutable ecosystem, whether you're a, you know, a Merit Circle or uh, uh, the recent one today. Um, oh, gosh, it just went blank. Uh, uh, Superverse. Superverse. If, if you're one of yeah. those partners you may have access to talk to the people at Coinbase and get some things going that you need. And that's what I love about Immutable is their, their networking. And uh, I, I think as soon as there is regulatory, regulatory clarity, any coins that are with Immutable games could be on Coinbase very quickly as soon as uh, legals are cleared. And I think that's bullish for Immutable and anything under their umbrella. Mm. so just, right. some, just something i seen but uh yeah uh some big news last night i did not have time to go through it uh the infamous you know what I didn't know? what's that <laughs> go on go no uh, the infamous we didn't know if it was you know a unicorn that we would never see again the white paper is out for gilda guardians and uh tonin tonin 
I don't know how to pronounce it exactly. He has a very concise, quick uh, highlights of what is in it. I'm going to thoroughly go through it and look for what I think in it before I give my thoughts on it. But I would uh, recommend anybody to check out Tonin's uh, his, yeah. his summary on it. I've got it up on the screen right now. And also, uh, we have asked Tonin, and he has accepted to come into Gamers Galaxy. He's going to be heading up our, uh, I guess, Spanish division, so to speak, uh, providing content. If you don't know who he is, I would definitely give him a follow as he has some awesome write-ups and some very good content videos for several several games and ecosystems going on, but specifically Immutable and Gilded Guardians. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, it's finally out, man. Cool. I can't wait to dig my teeth into it and see. They, they talk about the altar in it. Uh, looks like they're talking about uh, minting in, in-game economy, which a lot of people want to see. Merging inventory, core gameplay, and I'm sure there's some other nice juicy tidbits in there as well. Cool. Um, yeah, I didn't go into it because of Tonin. He, he's our going to be... Thanks for announcing... Him as our uh, new fifth member, soon to be official. He's been announced, but we haven't set it all up yet and worked it out. But and uh, but yeah, that's all awesome. But his work on GOG makes me obsolete. I, I really feel inadequate when I, I, I like I don't need to put the energy in because he just puts so much energy into his GOG content, and it's like sweet. There you go, read that. I don't have to do it. So yeah, it's it's going to be so good to have him on the team to. Get the GOG news out to use faster and better and cleaner. Um, you know, follow him if you're not, and we'll have him on the pod uh, soon and to introduce him as well. And you know, get talking about who he is and what it, you know, what it, where, why is he hit Web3 Gaming? Uh, love. Yeah. He's immutable, but he's a, you know he's in Ronan, he's in everywhere. Like he, he's a really nice guy, and he's um, he just plays games. He's not a, a maxi, so it's good to have him on the team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, yeah. What we got next here? Oh, yeah. Uh, boy i listened to this like a week ago and i i i know it was decent and there was some tidbits in there uh the 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 navic robbie interview um you said that you remembered it or you're pretty dialed in so i'm gonna have to lean on you for this one and hopefully yeah. some pieces come back to me as you're talking there was uh, i just took some brief notes it was merit circle lots of tools getting built by them not just the marketplace was confirmed the, the Robbie's about to announce a new game with 15 million funding and 120 dev team. Um, I wonder if that's Pixelmon. Um, and <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they've got 120. Um, but they've they've just, re- maybe we'll find out if they announce the 15 million lo- re- launch, a uh, raise, then we know it's that one. But it could be a new one. Ubisoft, it was asked about, of course, again, and it's like, he will have more for us this year. You can't say nothing now. There's no point asking him the question if we get him on again. Um, and to interact, uh, you know, there's going to bring new ways to interact with Web3. So it's something new that hasn't happened before, they believe. So hmm. interesting, just kind of interesting. Uh, that was the most interesting thing. To, and he said they will have information on the um, on what they're building this year for Ubisoft. Yeah, that's okay. As you were saying that, that was coming back to me. That was one of the big ones that I heard in there too. Was about the Ubisoft. Uh, definitely want to know what they're doing. It's kind of the kind of the the mystery that a lot of people are wondering about. They had that big announcement last year, and then we haven't heard much about it. So that one, I'm not going to call that a pure announcement, but you know, I could see you know a little bit of the the 
the naysayers like oh you know you announced something but that's i think that's just kind of their mo i mean look what like w- let's revert back to polygon they announced that and six months later we're like ah okay okay we get it now all right so whatever i'm gonna i'm gonna keep trusting him he, he hasn't really uh done anything to lose that trust so uh I mean, that's, man that's just people wanting their coin to go up more than the the leaders it's tall poppy syndrome it's I didn't put all my money here, no shit, these guys are the real deal, we're not, and what can I do, what can I do to play my part to, you know, at least get my money back or, you know, make as much money as possible, that's all that is, that's just them and their, and their absolute fear of being wrong and thinking that they can impact, the, you know, the narrative and therefore win by a narrative, the narrative dies as soon as content wins, you know what I mean, like it's, Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're, your narrative is we've got all the gamers, we've got all the gamers, we've got all the gamers, and then two weeks later, Marvia comes out and has a million gamers, you're no long, you're, your whole talking narrative is dead in the water. Like, actual product matters and results matter more than narrative, but it, it doesn't when there's no one winning yet. I agree. So, anyway, the next point is, I don't want to go into it too long, it was just a Coin Bureau article, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like, they try, everyone sees them as the leaders, you know, I, I like guy what's his name that does the comments you know the, the videos i don't watch him too often guy really is nice a guy guy yeah. yeah the guy guy um, <laughs> but sometimes it feels like they're like that big corporate media you know like place pumping out headlines for for money you know like them immutable x the future of nfts and play to earn game with a break with, with january the first 2024 and it's this huge article on the architecture architect of the team the token the partnership and the conclusion and it's like a huge document and not once does the word ZKEVM get mentioned into the whole article and it's like as if there's no such thing as ZKEVM and they're basing their thesis on is this the future of gaming when it's the old chain that Immutable is not upgrading anymore you know what I mean like it's going to be there for anyone that wants to use it and it's good for certain use cases but it's not the future of Immutable just on I found that really bizarre that they could let that go through and anyone that's in the know you know, like anyone that doesn't know about Immutable is like, oh, okay, that's what they think Immutable, Immutable is now. They have no idea about ZKVM. So I'm a bit, that could have made my wife pissing me off this week, actually, because, it, it, you know, they're big people with lots of lots of viewers, you know, and they've kind of sent Immutable and it bums to you. Right. Uh, one thing I'd seen in there that caught my eye, uh, did you, the conclusion, it was talking about um, Ethereum rolling out their consensus layer sometime this year. And they're they're curious about how it's going to affect all layer two solutions, and you know they're still very bullish on immutable in the article, but like that's that's something that uh, I'm kind of curious about myself as that comes out, whenever it comes out, because we know Ethereum is a little slow with rolling things out, and uh, that's going to be some of my final thoughts later also. But um, yeah, uh, did you have any thoughts about the conclusion with the regarding the consensus layer and if it affects the L2s at all? If the consensus layer brings Ethereum's gas price down, yeah, is that mm-hmm. what they're saying? Yeah. How how much will that mean the ZKEVM price come down? ZKEVM's is price is relative to the cost of the middle of 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 the, of the Ethereum chains. You know, like they could easily, you know, like if it's twenty cents a, a, an Ethereum charge, ZKEVM is not going to say twenty cents. It's going to be point zero zero two cents. So it's going to be way better for Immutable if that happens. Like. Okay. I don't know, man. I got what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't read it. I just I started. I skimmed it very fast and looked for anything at all. Like they're quoting things like Astro Boys, Astro Bros, 
Moody Crows, mate. They, they, they haven't had a sale in over a year, those items. Like, it was just such... might have been even a copy-paste of an old article, probably. But uh, <laughs> Kevin, Raj, mate, you're, you've gone and wrote a 50-page 50, 50 uh, summary of Immutable from a copy-paster, I think, somewhere. Yeah. Probably yeah. so. Yep. Next up, we got uh, Between Two Layers uh, with the imaginary ones. Uh, I think you had some comments on this one. I was able to watch just a little bit of it, uh, but you know a yep. lot about imaginary ones. And so what were yeah. your thoughts on this Between Two Layers? So there's six um, mini games plus uh, imaginary world. And so I assume those mini games will be built into the imaginary world eventually. You can play them individually at the moment. Um, they're big, they, they want to build the Web3 of Roblox. So Roblox and Web3. So I always thought, why aren't they making a bubble world that you can just buy bubbles, you know, and spend tokens to buy the bubbles, and then you can build a world out of the bubbles. Like, it makes so much sense. Like a Minecraft kind of game, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that seems like they might be doing that, but they're going to aim it more at kids. Um, they've got an imaginary kids channel on YouTube for education for kids about different things. And yeah, they're big on casual games. Not gonna be a real deep, challenging, strategical. I think very easy, low, low barrier to entry kind of games. And so I'm not, I'm a little bit disappointed. But you're not building the, the Roblox of, of Web three if you're not going to go for complexity. You know what I mean? Like Roblox is extremely complex. You know, like the actual technical side behind it. So and what people can build is amazing. So you know, we'll see. It was. It was 22 minutes, and it, and I uh, got three points out of it. That was interesting. Cool. Very cool. Awesome. Thanks for the update on that. Uh, next up, uh, you were on a, uh, a Spaces uh, with Mario Nafal? Nafal. Like, Nafal. he's that guy that's... Yeah, he gets he gets a lot of crap, but he's like a big X guy is on Spaces. He has two, 300,000 people sometimes, but he's down to about 4,500 people oh, live yeah. on, his, on his space. So he's pretty big still. 1.2 uh, followers. Whew. Yeah, he's um he's he listen he found I found it listen Australia because when he heard, he heard my accent he goes Are you Australian. <laughs> he, he asked a question about Solana being the number one and and some people just making you know false statements in in getting those big, similar thing to the Coinbase big corporates they lose track of what's reality and I put my hand up and he put me up on stage but didn't ask me the question for a long time after he asked what I went up there to answer and I just went look I I. Don't know the answer to that question, but I, I put my hand up because I wanted to answer your question about Solana and why they haven't won the gaming race with this cheap. You know, it's because I said Immutable's got 260 games building on it. You know, it's the number one gaming platform, and it's because it's purely built for games. And no one said that. No one here in this space has said that how much that matters. Um, so yeah, I said that in front of 400,000 people. I'm going to clip it and put it into YouTube for everyone who wants to listen. Nice. Listen to it, um, so we can, you know, and you can tell me how. I was a little bit nervous, to be honest. With you. I've never spoken in front of that many people. Um, I was like, I bet, and I was also representing Immutable, so I didn't want to screw that up. And uh, you know, I think I did okay. I could have done better, but I did okay. Awesome. Well, congrats. That's an awesome opportunity. Good job. So, yeah. Mm. Um, next up, we've got. So I'm, I'm a little lost in this. You were telling me about this uh, something called Star Garden, and it looks like they've gone belly up to a funding uh you're gonna mm-hmm. you're definitely gonna have to carry me in on this because i don't know anything about this one right here well it had a play test not long ago and it looked really polished and it was uh really good graphics and it had a heap of sponsorship like uh 
influencers taking it there and they were looking for funding and never got it. Um, they, were, they were building on Solana at first and then they built on Sui. Um, so, you know, again, they're building on Solana and then they went, then maybe they lost money in the Solana FTX thing. Potentially, oh, you know, like, yeah, that could be. And that then they pivot, pivot. And these people that don't understand the power of Ethereum, you know, they see, oh, Ethereum's, Ethereum's dying, there's Ethereum killers everywhere, Solana's one of them, Sui's one of them. They, they don't see the vision, mate. They don't see that, you know, the man of devs building tools matter, you know, and Ethereum is 95% of all devs in the whole entire space um, building tools on Ethereum-based products. So, you know, maybe there's a little bit of a fear of investing in a game that's building on a chain like Sui. You know, like, yeah, they, they've won some games, but they don't win anything exclusive hardly ever. Um, and they're, you know, like they're like their own little islands and there's not many users. There are lots of bots. And, you know, lots of, if you start spouting bot numbers and saying this is our, look at our daily users, you know, and they're bots, people know, you know, and they go, well, you're lying, so you mustn't be that good. So mm -hmm. um, I, I think there's a, there, that's a, I think Sui's the reason why they're dead. If they were building on Ethereum, I think, or even stayed on Solana and didn't lose the money, um, I think that's a bit here because they were a top tier. I'm disappointed because they were a top tier dev team um, that was assembled and their graphics were great, their content was great, everyone loved the game, and it's just a shame that they, a stupid decision to build on Sui probably cost them. Yeah, yeah, I, I was watching the trailer while you were talking about that, it did look pretty sick, so, yeah, one of those things, uh, not not every game's gonna make it, obviously, so, another mm. one possibly bites the dust, who knows, maybe there's a comeback in them. Uh, this next one, a AOF verse, uh, there's another verse one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why is the community unhappy? And I did a quick scan. Uh, so it looks like to me there was a severely botched whitelist uh, allocation that was supposed to go to OGs, and it wound up going to non-OGs. A bunch of whales scooped them up, and the NFT prices went up to 2 to 10 ETH. And then these whales that were not OGs, Basically, we're holding the game ransom for massive amounts of airdrops. Uh, am I on the right path here, or, or do I got this one wrong? Yeah, there was a whale that bought like 140 on secondary and end up the, when they didn't announce what the airdrop was before the, the mint of their of their NFTs. And so, yeah, when I wrote that there, I hadn't actually didn't understand. I saw there's a lot of angry anger about it at first. Didn't know why, and I wrote so I haven't updated that, so I know why now. Um, they only allocated after they bought the NFTs. They only allocated one percent of of tokens to to NFT purchases, and they've upped that to four percent now, and it's made a lot more people happier. But the guy lost a hundred. The one that triggered the the cascading, you know, the drop of price, and that was a guy that's pretty famous. He's never complained about anyone ever selling all these hundred and forty assets for a hundred and seventy grand loss or something. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, it's again, it's this. It's part of what I complained about earlier, you know, like right. crap game, crap out graphics, crap, crap everything about that game, you know, and <laughs> and, and, and it's up in the gameplay and the see and there's all these promises and it's all token, 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 NFT, mint, 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 mint. It's nothing about gameplay and people get wrecked and now that guy will probably tell every single friend what happened to him and they will never come to web3 gaming and or you know and we'll, there's it's it's delaying every time that happens this happens it delays the success the the the, the i think web3 is inevitable you know people are saying it 
but maybe maybe twenty years instead of five years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just you know this 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 has got to stop. You got they got to stop getting people buying NFTs for games that think they're going to get rich. Ninety five percent of games fail. Yeah. Right. Web three doesn't fix that. Ninety five percent of web of all games fail. Web two or web three. If you invest money in a game before it's out, before it's got buy in. You are going to lose money 95% of the time, time, so get ready for it to lose your money. Yep. Yep, I I agree. A lot of games fail for sure. I I think the, I heard a rate, I think it was 77%. I know you said 95%, but I think 75% don't make it after a certain point or something like that. It's it's pretty crazy. It's it's risky. It's risky to put money in them for sure. 75% 75% of uh, uh, fail don't make their money back that they invested it at any point in time. Okay, maybe that's what 95% fail based on becoming profitable and having to get rid of their team. Right. So, so like, if you're successful, you've made enough money to build another product or to expand on the product. Okay, gotcha. 90, 95% of games, it's, in, it's within the first... And it's not like a long-term thing. It's in the first two or three years. Like it's a, it's a stat based on, you know, some people make, make their money back, but then they have to close the game down anyway because they haven't made enough money to keep it going. Well, I'm not, I'm not talking about a game that's been going for 20 years and then it shuts down. That would not be counted as a as a failure. I'm talking, it's, it's a certain amount of, of success over a short period of time. And it's very small number of games. Gotcha. Uh, this next one here, uh, Ryan Watts... A hostile takeover attempt? Quiz. Quiz. <laughs> what? So, you know, you know Ryan is the um, XC uh, Polygon? Did I say his name wrong? No. Oh, okay. Said, um, his right. nickname's Fwiz, Fwiz, F-W-I-Z. Oh, okay. Fwiz. Oh, that's yeah, his, sorry. okay. Yeah, no, that's his X. Sorry. I'm a little fading here. It's been a long day. All right. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. he's got here. I'm excited to share the optimism proposal for Treasure Dow. So, uh, yeah, take me through this. You're going to, you're, you, you seem to know a lot about this one. Yeah, Treasure Dow is, uh, um, so called leader in gaming in Web3. They're building on Arbitrum, which was built. We all know why we've said it a hundred times that it was an easier tech to build than ZK. It got to market first and it's, it's riding the wave of being first to market, you know, with, you know, and, and it's open contracts like Immutable X wasn't able to, it was API driven, all this fun stuff again, but the treasure Dow chose to build an arbitrum because of their advancement and they want to build this own chain. They want to be the, the web three game of, you know, they want to be known as the, where everyone builds. They're not, um, they've got a pretty strong community um, of people that follow them. And they've made a lot of money out of Arbitrum from airdrops, so I think eight, nine million dollars. And Fwiz, leaving Polygon as CEO to go to a sales role in Optimism, and he just tweets absolute, like, bent statistics all the time. You just have this laugh and go, you're trying so hard to make people believe you're this garbage, man. Like, but, you know, he, think, he thinks optimism, everything's going to be built on optimism in the future. He thinks, he, he left what actually is going to happen. Polygon is going to be where 99% of Web3 is built in the future. DeFi, everything, the whole lot, across CDK chains. It's so advanced compared to everything else. And optimism was first out and it's nowhere near as good as you see, uh, equivalent chain. So 
in his attempt to win gaming because he believes he's a gamer he comes from gaming he, you know like he's youtube gaming ceo um you know he's tried to win over at treasure dow because it would look great for sales team to be able to go and say look we were able to attract treasure dow um i don't think treasure dow is going to go but they offered him 30 million i believe 75 million or 30 million a lot of money to go over so i don't know if it's decided yet we'll see be interesting i it's just funny that um Arbitrum has fraud proof, so it's a little bit more secure than um, for an optimistic roll-up in any way. And uh, optimistic roll-ups don't. So it'd be interesting if they do decide to go to the non-less security chain. They're pretty much identical. Yeah. Yeah. So like the last couple days, uh, it's been all over X uh, with the the airdrop for Mavia. Uh, been a lot of buzz about the game. I know you're not too impressed with it. Uh, I I like it personally for what it is. I've enjoyed playing it. We've started our own little uh, guild or alliance in Gamers Galaxy. It's I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It's it's definitely a <laughs> a, a ripoff of Clash of Clans, uh, and according to you, a poor one at that. Which I'm gonna take your word for that. I'm not really a big Clash of Clans player. Played it. What's that? I'm playing it every day. I've started the clan. Remember, you, you're in my clan now. I'm not that. I'm not. I'm not. I. I, I was okay. Go on. I'll, I'll tell you where, where I'm coming from when you finish. I, I've been. I've been enjoying playing it. Uh, it's just kind of mindless clicks and doing it on the side. Uh, it doesn't take up a whole lot of my time unless I had to grind to get that level four uh, headquarters. I had to keep playing so i didn't get attacked and robbed uh i'm sure there's a lot of bots in this uh i got a nice little chunk of change for my airdrop i was happy about that and uh yeah that's pretty much how i feel about it um if it if it generates some positive buzz for space i'm all about it and uh will it last i don't know well Mm. the time will tell what's your thoughts i saw a i saw a poll uh, 50 percent of people said they stopped playing after the airdrop so interesting Mm. it's and okay i didn't say it was bad i just said that they're five years behind cop i i played cop for six years maybe five years and i ran a guild for three of that where i built it into this super high performing guild and there's 225 million players in cock and i had a top five thousand people like Mm -hmm. the top like there's probably 5,000 players in higher tier guilds than mine. So I'm that, that high in the leagues that we were winning. I think we won once and came second twice in the, in the, like they had these third party leagues they used to run. You know, there was the main one called CWL. Mm-hmm. And then there was a second one, which was MLCW. And that's the one I was in. And I also played in the CWL as well. I, we formed an alliance with the, the only Aussie guild or second, one of two Aussie guilds in the top tier. And so I played. They borrowed me to go play, to do my attacks sometimes for them um, in their in their in their top tier. So we're pretty high quality. And I ran a YouTube channel to teach people. I brought people from useless to great at that game. Um, you know, I, I was so invested in that game. I spent over a thousand dollars. So I'm coming from judging from someone that played a game that these guys are copying exactly, and I have a, a, a intimate understanding of what they're trying to copy. Right. And they're just so far behind, they're never going to catch up. Like, not in the next five years. But it's still fun, and it's Web 3, Web 2.1. You know, like, there's a million players, and not, how many of them even know it's a Web 3 game? Not many, because there's nothing indicating it's Web 3 
on the download at all, nothing. So there's no comment about wallets or anything like that that I can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do that all on the web. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a positive overall that, that it got that many hits, um, but it's not the silver. You see all these people making comments, all the influencers as usual, look, you know, this, ga- this game's going to blow up, it's going to make Web3. It's not going to do that. People don't even know it's Web3. But it's fun. Is a game I'm going to play? And we've got it in our guild in Gamers Galaxy. Join our Discord, and you and uh, you know you can we can find out what you know what what the how to join our guild. Um, and we're just going to play it and see what happens. But it's pretty polished in terms of their development skills. They're pretty good devs. Yeah. So they're building they're building on B and B though. So that's a little bit scary. Yeah. Yeah. I wish. Uh, obviously, I wish they were on Immutable or, you know. Even even if oh. they had, I'd rather be on Avalanche than B and B. And and to be clear, I wasn't saying that you were saying it was bad. I just knew that your your expectations of where you came from versus this was night and day. So that's what you mm, said is yeah. what I was I kind of trying to say. So yeah, yeah, it's been the buzz for the last couple of days, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how it progresses now that the airdrop is over. Uh, definitely going to be keeping my eye on that. And we're actually making pretty good time for once, which doesn't happen often for us. So we are mm-hmm. at the, the final po- final point of the show. And uh, in the spirit of what we did earlier, I'll go first. It's the final thought of the week. And uh, it, it's what you were saying, you were talking earlier about the, the differences between Solana and Ethereum and how Ethereum was better. And I was just kind of grinning because my final thought's going to be around that. And... Um, my final thought is titled squandering first mover advantage and where i'm coming from is i was thinking about the past uh when the internet first came out i don't know what they had in australia but here in the u.s we had aol and uh msn was kind of a big browser at some point and there was this thing called netscape they would send us these CDs that we would put onto the computer and they were pretty big. And then Yahoo came along and then they were pretty big. And then eventually Google showed up and wiped out everybody. And I'm sitting here reminiscing about those times and I'm thinking to myself, is Ethereum squandering their first mover advantage? Um, we're watching all these different competitors come out and while they're, They're not better in a lot of things that Ethereum does. They're doing some good things that are definitely garnering attention. And what brought this final thought on for me was Solana just crashed again. Uh, It had been, I don't know, a year or two since Mm. they crashed. And I was expecting that price to dump. And the price went down maybe a percent. It went from like $95 down to $93. And not that I'm really focused on price, but that shows me that whoever's holding out there, they weren't shaking very much. And they don't care that they're sticking with that chain for whatever reason, whether it's good or bad. I think there's definitely some good in that chain. They have a lot of cool uh, apps that are coming out for it. It, it, it clearly is cheaper. Uh, I think that they are using helicopter money to generate buzz and uh liquidity for their platforms which hey governments do it and other ecosystems do it so i can't really knock them for trying it but my point is ethereum they need 
to not take for granted their first mover advantage and how much power they have and just like I, I know you got to take your time to do things right but the speed of this stuff if somebody gets it right they could lose that and they be, could become the next AOL that had the power and then lost it to the Google that came along and did it better so that's my thoughts of the day of that I hope Ethereum gets on the ball a little bit quicker hmm interesting <laughs> Solana. Oh, you know, I've come around with Solana. You know, I was, you know, you remember what I used to be like about it. I got, <laughs> I got told off for my attitude, and I kind of took that. Up, even though it was pretty hectic, the way I was told, it was right. So I kind of like, I actually changed my tune, and and I don't wish anything bad on Solana. And I just, I, my concern was that they, from the messaging, for, as a dev, you know, and from the little bits of information I got, is that they care about one thing and one thing only is speed and they will sacrifice anything for that speed and that sacrifice is being stability and security they've had security breaches they've had stability breaches they've got bad design in their code that causes the founder have to send out emails to everyone begging them to restart their their validators like that could have been avoided if you write the right code slow down build code and it might slow your processes down but you know there's been shortcuts with that chain yeah and they've apparently they've been cleaning it up so, so the, the, the big the big thing the big thing just the not the keep trading this out but like so I got an airdrop from Solana recently, it cost me like mm. hardly anything to get it and it was easy and quick. And today I got an airdrop with the Mavia, with ETH, and it was relatively quick. It wasn't too long, um, no no other issues. But to get that airdrop, uh, get the the coins authenticated and then make the actual transaction transaction a swap I, I spent like over 30 bucks to make that happen whereas on solana i paid pennies and it's it's like this has been years of this going on and their their last big update they promised oh yeah we're gonna get the fees down it didn't happen is it as bad as it used to be uh, maybe not but we also don't have the volume we used to have so you said about eight yeah we don't have the volume that we used to have that's just lazy, mate. Why would they do that? They're on another chain. They could just drop it onto a chain like Polygon or ZKVM. You know, like they could choose a chain to drop that on. They, they chose to do that. That's in Ethereum's future is not F layer one. Consumers will not settle on F layer one in the future. And Solana, like, yeah, that's fine having to go down for DeFi. Yeah, I'll just go back and do it later. Yeah. But gamers want a game, man. If you're, when your chain goes down, that would be 260 games on Immutable that the gamers can't play. What if that's millions of games oh, can't yeah, play? Oh yeah, absolutely. Can't play, can't play for five hours, man. That is destroying your, you know, like that confidence. You, you know, you can't do that. You can't have a chain that does that. So yeah, but you also yeah. you also can't have you can't have, and I know there's layer twos. I get it. You can't have. You can't ever have games on ethereum and i guess that maybe that's their they don't care about that but my concern is that someone's going to get it right to where it is on layer one and they don't have to go through the layer two system and hopefully the layer twos on ethereum make that so that it's not relevant at that point but we will see well they're already there to do it now mate so they're just lazy so this narrative that we have to stay on layer one for some reason that's a mint on layer one and all this stuff it's just 
it's because of the fragmentation of layer twos and as they if they superverse that's coming out becomes one token and be, and joins it all together and there comes a, like i think it's going to be polycon zkvm chains that will be all interoperable you know that that will be the layer where people will choose there'll be hundreds of chains they can choose from they'll be all interoperable and it'll be pennies on this like solana fee so maybe a little bit more than solana but at least you get the security of it staying up you know gotcha um my final thought mate if we want to move on to the last thing is mm-hmm. um i just thought it was funny um it's, it's the our, our favorite ronin 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 odai maxi uh kagi you know he's uh you can you can see i put a tweet out about uh the, the old uh steps to get rich in crypto and um in the, you know, he knows he can't do that with immutable, so that's why he's not here. Um, you know, and he's making um, making money a lot. You know, he saw the big dump. I'm pretty sure he'll, he'll if you he's smart enough not to tell people he sold now. So, um, but I'm pretty sure part of that huge dro- drop off would have been uh, his his uh, accumulation of about hundreds of thousands of Ron um, going into that 60, 70 cent drop. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the funny thing is he's trying to diss. Um, Alluvium with Cryptomon, I think I mentioned it earlier, and it, it just, I'd love to be a fly on the wall and just see when, when he finds out that they're building on Immutable. <laughs> He's been like pumping it like crazy. <laughs> That's just something very uh, petty and minor for me this week, end of, end of day, but um, yeah, uh, overall, you know, it's been an amazing couple of months and this week has not let us down as well there's just been so much so much happening on immutable to bring to everyone so hope everyone enjoyed uh this today's episode about what's going on around the world of immutable and some of the side things that are happening happening yeah yeah absolutely and uh i agree i agree on your thoughts uh I, I think he'd be mad for a couple minutes and then he'd move on to his next uh pump and caggy and that's my new term i'm carrying pump and caggy because that's what he does <laughs> He pumps and then he caggies on you. So, anyway, that was episode 28. You like that? Yeah, I like that. Pump and caggy. Pump and caggy. Yeah, I like it. Episode 28 in the books. Uh, We got some interviews coming up. And uh, don't forget to join our Discord. We got a lot of good stuff going in there right now. You might get some alpha ahead of time. Find out about some. some uh, good prize hunting uh, pieces that uh, Rubik just so happens to find very quickly. And check us out on our socials. We're on X. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel. This will come out and audio first on what is it? RSS. What what's that station? Yeah. Is it RSS? RSS. Yeah. Yep. It'll come out on RSS first, and then a few days to a week later, we kick it out in video with some uh, visuals, usually on YouTube. And that wraps it up for us this week. Everybody take care. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.